This is the Floorball Guru Podcast, episode 55. Welcome back to the Floorball Guru Podcast. Today we're going to talk about um, a strategy that I think not enough people are utilizing. And if they are, they're or they're just trying to figure out how to utilize it in the long term. And that is attracting more girls, more women to play sports, specifically floorball. Um, a couple of years ago when I was traveling to a conference and I was, I was doing a lot of thinking, I was doing a lot of writing about floorball. Uh, I was kind of just, just constantly in focusing on how do I continue to, to, to build out the education for floorball guru in particular. And, and that had me writing a lot. I don't write as much as I used to. Um, thankfully, I am very much ahead of the game uh, so that I can do other projects, uh, specifically the podcast. And then we'll be working on a couple of other things as we go forward. But when I was was kind of you know knee deep in a lot of, of that stuff, I was constantly thinking of different topics, different ideas floating around in my head. To, of wh- how was I going to talk about floorball? What were things that I, th- I thought were important? What were topics I wanted to cover? Uh, ideas that I had as far as how do we engage and attract people to the sport? And the longer that I've been part of this, the, the more it's opened my eyes to the, the reality that there's a, a vastly untapped market, uh, not only just in floorball in general, but specific to women and girls playing the sport. Uh, if you were able to uh, to watch the world championships uh, that just happened in December with the women over in Switzerland, uh, you already know that there was some amazing play by these by these ladies. Uh, some of the best games, if not the best games that have ever been played on the, on that stage, uh, happened this year. Uh, specifically to the Swiss, congrats on some amazing play by the, by that, that team. Uh, one of the probably biggest comebacks in history, if not the biggest comeback in sports history, when you're down 6-1 and you win the game in overtime. Uh, if you have a chance, uh, just go online and start Googling Swiss women's floorball um, episodes or, you know, through IFF, go watch highlights, watch games. You'll, you'll see it. Uh, it was pretty darn amazing. And they almost had an odd chance to knock off the, the championship Swedes uh, this year. Uh, so it was, there was a lot, and they weren't alone. There were uh, some really amazing back and forth games. Yeah, there were some lopsided, some games where you're, you know, 20 to 1, 20 to 2, so on and so forth. But there were a lot more games that were closer uh, and definitely far more competitive than, than I think I've seen uh, in previous competitions. And that is really encouraging as we go forward uh, because the sport is so electric as it is that we need to be showcasing it and showcasing i don't care who's playing whether it's uh you know boys and girls and men or women doesn't matter this sport is electric and and needs to be you know seen and shown especially live to really get that um that electricity that can build in it uh and, and kudos to the swiss fans and i wasn't there but every time you saw something or had people that i knew that were there everybody talked about the fans and just how electric they made the atmosphere the whole time and that matters um you know when we think about how do we develop the sport a lot of people are focused on on the the guys 
uh, the boys. Oh, we need to get boys uh, hockey. We need to get this and that. And yeah, I think there's a lot of draw for you know boys and guys to um, to come play this sport. I think, and there's just it's just a fun sport to play. So I think that that's a natural draw. I think a lot of people are forgetting that uh, I think there's a bigger opportunity when we focus on women. And I think when we're looking at how do we sell the sport, I think we need to do a better job about uh, marketing, uh, emphasis on developing girls and how do we how do we educate people to show that while mom or dad may not want them to play hockey because of its contact uh, specifically, why not why not play floorball? And you know when we look at women's sports, specifically team sports, there's not as many opportunities. And I think that there is a beautiful opportunity in floorball and adding that as a sport uh, in general to to programs, whether it's collegiate programs that are looking to add more uh, more team sports to to jump numbers to to kind of focus on Title IX issues. Uh, same within high school opportunities within middle school to engage more girls in sports. Uh, things like that, because we need to we need to figure out how do we how do we keep people healthy throughout their lives, and I think a lot of people focus on uh, on the male sports, and, and they've been pump, pumping that, and guys always play sports and this and that, and and yet the the girls kind of get left behind, and there's so much research that's showing that you know if if girls specifically are not engaged in sports by a certain age that they don't participate in sports going forward. And we've, we see that and how difficult that is as, as girls and women turn into women, they get older, they go on to different things. There's just not as many opportunities. And even recreationally, I'm not even talking about club level, league level, so on and so forth. It's just recreation. Are they, are they doing sports on a recreational level just because they enjoy playing sports? Um, and when we see that decline, so I think we need to figure out how do we attract more girls and women to the sport. And I think it starts at the youngest levels to begin with. But more importantly, it, it touches into the idea that, that I kind of, it was funny. It kind of just hit me one day when I, again, when I was at, coming back when I was at this conference, I was traveling down and I was killing some time in my hotel room. I had the TV on, I was writing uh, I was kind of working on a couple different projects and a program just happened to pop up and it was talking about the NRA, the National Rifle Association. And one of their strategies that they use uh, to attract more members to their organization, because uh, they saw the same thing where, hey, we need to get more women into, into this because of their buying power, because why not? Um, and it was really interesting as I'm sitting there just kind of looking at what they were doing in their strategies. And one of their strategies, and they even taglined it, uh, was if you get the mom, you get the home. And it was really like, it was like a light bulb that went off in my head. It was, it was, it was you know, pretty obvious when you think about it. Uh, you know, if you get the mom and the mom sees value in it, a lot of times the mom is the one that controls the home. Uh, a lot of times the mom is the one that's signing kids up for programs. And it was that light bulb that went off that said, of course, why, why not make sure that we're engaging and educating the moms about this sport to get their kids involved? But I think more importantly, 
we need to engage them, the moms to play because we want the moms to play. And I think a lot of people are looking at how do we, as parents, engage with our kids and things that they like. And, you know, started to take it a step further and think about, you know, how many hockey moms are out there that have never played hockey, but maybe wanted to, but didn't have an opportunity. And so therefore maybe they can't engage or play with their kid in the same way uh, because they don't know how to skate and they can't get on the ice or they've never, they've never held a stick in their hands. And granted, there's a lot there out there that, that do and, and that, that's awesome. But there's also a huge amount that have never done those things. So what if, as far as the targeting, we start creating programs that are focused around the moms and we get the moms together and we do moms groups uh, where they're able to just engage and, and, and work on fitness and have fun and learn new skills that they can then take home and translate to, to, with their kids and play with their kids and kind of all the other stuff that, that goes with that. And I think that is a really crucial component that when we're developing the sport we need to really focus on how do we engage on that broader spectrum and i think that's just one component to the 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 whole thing but i think it's a really important one to make sure that we're not neglecting in any way Um, because i think a lot of parents are trying to figure out how do we engage our kids in different things how do we figure out what they like uh, help them establish you know healthy lifestyles and having fun in you know, recreational based, non-structured areas. Uh, you know, I go out and play with my boys and we do a lot of sports. My wife doesn't as much, not that she doesn't like sports or anything, but her skill levels are just, and interests are just different. Um, but I can always get a stick in her hand and play. And we've done programs where we get, where she'll play and I'll play with the boys and we're out in the street or, uh, you know, those kinds of things. And it just helps, you know, us create relationships with our own kids in ways that that the things that they enjoy and we do a lot of different things in particular but i think that really matters and and my wife sees the value in the sport and so when she talks to other uh friends that are moms things like that that stuff comes up the same within my classes where the moms are out talking they're stumping for me they're helping sell those the floorball program that i'm running uh for me because they see the value that their kid is having and the enjoyment their kid is having and that's what matters and so when they talk to their friends they get their friends into the program uh so it's it creates that word of mouth that is so vital in business and that it continues to grow and continues to expand the challenge i'm trying to figure out is how do i get them as just moms to come out and play to have to have fun on their own and do I need to program specifically for that? I mean, I do girls only programming um, and focus on that as well. And I get girls that, that are just in my classes and leagues and things like that. I want to get more of that. But I also want to make sure that we're engaging the moms and the older, um, you know, the mom 25 and up, uh, as far as moms are concerned, uh, to to engage and to play and to, to recreate and to have fun and Again, building that community that, that helps then support everything else that's going on. Um, so I think if you're, if you're looking at, I want to start a floorball program from nothing. How do I do this? What am I going to do? There's a lot of different strategies out there. I talk about a lot of different things. I write about a lot of different things. You can contact me and we'll have a conversation and I'll do what I can to help. Give bounce ideas and this and that and what works. Um, 
but it's definitely something that's worth thinking about and worth trying to figure out how do we attack that going forward. So there's a lot of there's a lot of ways to go out about it. I think that this is just one really important way that I'm I've been trying to work on and flush out. I, I hope more people are, are gonna see that and help flush that out as well and get more girls and women playing the sport uh, just because of how much fun it is and help build the community in particular. Um, so if you're looking for more information about floorball, make sure to check out my website. You're already on my podcast, so if you're listening, so check out all the different episodes and the things that we cover. Uh, head over to my, my website. I've got a, a lot of different information about floorball. You can check out my book, uh, which is what I utilize when I, when I teach. Uh, and then, you know, again, if you have any other questions, feel free to reach out uh, to me through social media. And, uh, again, run over to my website, www.floorballguru.com. And uh, most importantly, keep floorballing.